0: Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry.
1: Good morning, morning, morning. Ashwini. I don't hear an echo. I don't know how I sound. You sound perfect.
0: Yes, perfect. Oh, okay.
1: All right. So
2: uh,
0: we're continuing to look at our assignment uh, around being a founder of Awareness Practice, Inc., ready to hire Mm -hmm. people and describing what the organization is, what it does, and how those who work for it will embody its essence. How would you describe your company and what it stands for, RL? What you see about your process? So here's our first caller. You're now live on the
1: air.
3: Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Tom in Texas.
1: Hey, Tom.
4: How's the company? Hello, sh-
3: Hello Sherry. Our company is doing fantastic. Thank you very much for asking. So we 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 met we met in and boil it down to, to one question uh, for all of our uh, future employees, and that's, are you willing to get out of the way? And that was, that was the only question, and, and, uh, and so far all the answers have been yes. Um, it's just getting, getting moving, moving me, I, ego over so that life can be present. So that's our entire goal. And, and another thing I noticed in describing our business um, I was describing our practice and and I kept which is exciting for our practice but I kept thinking well wow this is already being done so ego came in and and started limiting us like well if it's already being done why are you doing it you know the the, the, mm. the there can just be one voice instead of <laughs> oh no there's there's plenty of room for for all thousands millions of these businesses and uh, and so so it was nice to see the process. So thank you for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, that's such a, a big uh, ploy that ego uses, isn't it? Well, but yeah, but I mean, come on, why would you and and to get to that place of no, we could we could have every one of us can have a business and the the field will not be overcrowded.
3: Yeah, the feeling of abundance is so nice to live in that.
1: Non-separation
3: and abundance, I think that's where we ended up. So um, thank you for this.
1: And so, Tom, Tom, let me ask you a question. So um, when when you got to that place of, um, you know, are you willing to have ego move out of the way, move over, uh, was there a sense, uh, can you help people uh, know when, Like, how will I know when ego has taken over and recognize, oh, that's what I need to assist
3: to get out of the way? Exactly. So that's our practice. And using every practice tool in the book, um, simply put, um, here versus Uh uh, a past or or a future. Um, Uh And we all know when that is and so it's it's to to break it down it's just to to empty ourselves of Mm
2: -hmm.
3: of everything but here yeah and and it's a constant yeah a constant uh nanosecond by nanosecond Mm -hmm. process Mm -hmm. of learning yeah Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. Well, that's wonderful. All
1: right. Thank you.
3: Thank you very much. Got gotcha. Thanks, Tom.
1: Gotcha.
0: Show you what was dropping in there is we're all each awareness practicing, right? I mean, that really mm-hmm. is what we're doing, <laughs> offering that yeah. every, yeah, in every moment.
1: Yeah. And that's so helpful to, because, so when you think about setting ego aside, you know, okay, yeah, I'm willing for that. How do I know when I'm identified with mm-hmm. ego mm-hmm. because it's it's subtle and it's hard to mm-hmm. tell. Well, that's a mm-hmm. really good clue. Am mm-hmm. I here, <laughs> or am I in the past in an imaginary past or imaginary future that's mm-hmm. That's very mm-hmm. helpful,
0: very, very helpful. All right, here's our mm-hmm. next scholar. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself?
5: This is Laura in Berkeley. Hey, Laura. What are you seeing mm-hmm. What I was seeing is that when I record about
0: Laura, you're a little faint for me. Is oh. there any way you could speak more loudly? Is that better? Yeah, much better.
5: Okay. Well, what I notice is that when I when I record about Awareness Inc, um, it just uh, takes me right to that place. You know that um, just felt like a very heart-opening
2: experience. Mm-hmm.
5: Hmm. Um, I guess because in a way, when I'm when I'm trying to explain what it is and what it means, it's like it connects me with what it's meant in my life, what it means to me mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh-huh. and I think so, like some of the themes are just you know that it's just like the biggest adventure you'll ever go on, and uh-huh. um, yeah. you know, with this amazing group of people and. You know, you've got to have the willingness to just let everything be torn away. But then, you know, so those are some other things.
0: Well, Laura, if I may uh, reflect the process that you're describing, right, which is, you know, we pick up the recorder and we start to talk about it. And basically, we're talking about our experience of our own practice, right? And as Mm -hmm. you said, as soon as I talk from that place, I am in that place. And it's such a heartwarming experience.
5: Mm-hmm. And
0: so mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's not as if you are, you know, there's a way in which this assignment could take us into our head and we would try to write a mission statement and a vision statement for something that is to come and something that we're going to create in the future or it becomes mm-hmm. a thing. But that process of picking up the recorder and talking about it really really brings home the how true it is now right it's because yeah. it's only our experience from which we could we could talk about something like that and it's not a future thing it's not a separate thing it's what is right now
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what feels so miraculous about it because you know in my day-to-day I think it's you know some of the bamboos from conditioning it's like you know I kind of gets me focused on the weeds or on the well, this or that, or, you know, and mm-hmm. and not see the miracle that it is that I'm practicing. You know, Precisely. And that, that I have this in my life. Yes, so. yes.
0: That, that it's the ignorance part of the program, right? That we ignore everything because the attention gets focused on, uh, on whatever the current ego bamboozle is. But as soon as you expand the awareness, the context within which you're having this awakening process experience becomes mm-hmm. clearer and your heart yeah. opens yeah
5: yeah yeah yes
0: yeah.
5: all right Thank you.
0: thanks laura Sherry, here's our next caller you're now live on the air would you please introduce yourself
2: hi this is barbara from chicago hey barbara hi Oh, okay. So so first... Here we um, are in the
1: conference room.
2: Here we are in the conference room, and I'm presenting, and I don't have a clue. I (laughs) Um, think that's not true. (laughs) um, I started out when I read the assignment in a typical process of getting confused and, like, trying to figure out what is it you're asking me for, so I can answer in the good, right, creative, clever way? And um, mm-hmm. um, and what I came to, and then what shows up is this conversation about how I'm not ready, I'm not qualified for this job, I need more credentials, <laughs> something like that, uh-huh. which is just need
1: to take some classes.
2: I need you another degree. degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then this knowing that, um, because this is my life story, of course, that there's no credential, no experience, nothing will ever make me feel ready (laughs) or be ready. Right.
1: Right. As long as you're identified with ego, you will never feel ready.
2: Yeah. 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 Because everything you've
1: done so far could have made a person feel ready. Mm -hmm. Probably she does feel ready when not identified with ego, but as soon as ego comes in, no, she's not
2: ready. That's that's exactly it. It's this conversation about how hard it is and how the barriers are too great. I had this image this morning of, you know, like the door is too heavy. And then this Uh voice just came in and said, well, turn the doorknob through, you know, (laughs) like... You know, this, that's where the knowing, you know, there is that knowing, yeah, I can, just st- I can just step in. I can, you know, I have the same barriers or have had the same barriers around calling in. And, and I had the same conversation I remembering when I was walking and recording. It's like, how do I get over this? Oh, it's so hard. I'm so scared. And then this voice just came in and said, well, just pick up the phone. You know, like,
1: oh. Uh. That is beautiful. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I'm never going to forget that image of trying to go through a door without using the door handle. Right? That—that is—that's it, isn't it? I mean, no, no, nobody could do that. I mean, you have to get an axe. You have to, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Or we could just turn the door handle. We could just pick up the phone. We could, right. just, yeah. And that—that—that yeah. that simple, kind. Uh,
2: mm. Guidance is mm. always available to us. Mhm, mhm, yeah, yeah. No degree, no, no, no uh, higher education. Other, no, nothing, nothing That's more right. needed. Yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, uh,
1: just to be here and receive mm-hmm. life guidance. What now?
2: Okay, yeah. turn the
1: door handle. <laughs> good, good idea. <laughs> Let me try that.
2: Oh, take a step oh, in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Here. It is. All right. Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, so you
0: Barbara. Go mm-hmm. happy.
2: Yes, go happy. Bye bye.
0: Thanks, Barbara. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would
6: you please introduce yourselves? This is Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey. So. um the uh well the process that happened was just like you know really clean it just dropped right in like oh so there needs to be there needs to be uh so the, the you know the vision is of basically ending suffering and that that's possible and that and it just and it, it was just you know and and so it was like the first thing, just right away, it was just right there. And then a couple of days went by, and I was in a tough spot. And I was like, oh, this organization needs someone in charge of showing up with compassion for this human being when it's difficult.
0: Uh-huh.
6: And that was a really uh, a really moving, you know, like it's sort of getting it that like this is that human being who needs the compassion? Who can provide the compassion? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that I know it, that there's, there's all this willingness to do it for other people in difficult spots, but somehow this person gets excluded from uh, real-time grace if, mm-hmm. if there's... Mm-hmm. Well, if turning to conditioning, I guess, is the thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's so interesting, right, Brian? Because it's so, I mean, as we do this exercise, we see so much in the process of doing the exercise, right? It's not about the company as much as watching the process as you were doing. And so, yeah, it's easy to see the intent, the vision, the motivation, and then, and that's the first thing that arises. But as we sit with it, uh... it it gets revealed to us what the dimensionality of the process is and and what dropped in is wow. Well, yes there's one thing to state the vision but there is a uh... sort of like on the ground reality that is that needs to be kept in awareness and that is that compassion is what drives it the comp- compassion is what drives that vision and you're the number one person who's benefiting from it. And often that is that it's possible to have, com- I mean, the vision can be this company's offering compassion for everyone else. But what about the, every, com- every employee? Because you're part of it, right? And yeah. so it starts here that unless there is compassion available for this human being, it's almost impossible to offer that compassion to within quotes anyone else.
6: Yeah, the uh, the other thing that sort of this, t- this ties in with the train wreck metaphor from last week, but this morning meditating, I've had this clarity of, oh, the the process that happens when I'm breathing, and then I'm gone, and then I come back is, I'm either going to what I should have been doing, which was breathing, breathing or what I should be doing next, which is returning to breathing. And it misses the moment of what's happening now. And it feels really, really huge that there's, oh, that's what is being pointed out with the train wreck of don't plan for the next train wreck how to get through it better.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Be mm-hmm. here, this mm-hmm. month, right now, right now, right now. And, and so if I turn to conditioning, sort of like turning to the vision statement of what I should be doing, mm-hmm or what I might have done versus actually here in this space. Where is grace? Where is compassion? Let's uh, Mm
0: -hmm.
6: opening that here. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, that's so beautifully uh, framed, right, Brian? Because it articulates the process where when when we're gone uh, and we come back, right? Because that's the opportunity for conditioning to come and make us feel bad. What we're watching here is if that attention goes to conditioned mind into shoulds or mights haves or uh, why didn't I or all of those things, that's the beginning of the train wreck. And so the awareness that when we're here, we want to stay here. And it's not a, I, I should have been here or I might have been here or I should need I need to return here. It's that redirection to being here, which is a different reference, yeah. which is exactly the same connection to... Well, the vision statement is ending suffering, and in, if you refer to the vision statement as a thing, as an object, then you have the same experience as as the meditation breath, right? This is what it should be, and it becomes different from what it is. And to know that on a moment by moment basis is
6: really, really powerful. Yeah, it's like I think I think it's actually my first real like solid experience and that way of knowing we talk about that's not a, not a knowing I can mm-hmm. explain, but the, of the difference between being and doing, Yeah. you know, that there's, there's just such a ha- habit, such conditioned training history to, okay, make a plan and then do these steps and lay it out and then work hard and do it and then reevaluate.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And it's something different than that.
0: <laughs> yes. Completely different from that. Completely yeah. different from that. In the first experience you're talking about, right? It gets revealed to you.
6: Yeah, yeah, and it's just, it's 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 been believable because there are mo there are in in a way there's a sense that that sort of works or functions to achieve or get things done, but it only works if like in those in the process of doing it, if there's being.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's, the pre, it's the being that does it. And yes. then it, the, the credit gets taken afterwards, after the fact, and therefore it's believable that the process of ego works, right? But we get to see differently as we pay more and more subtle attention. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Brian.
6: Thank you so much.
0: Hey, Ashwini?
1: Yes. I want to underline something that you two were just talking about because it is just
3: crucial.
1: So the big con is that I can be some way with other people mm. that I am not with myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that is that would qualify. If it's not the big lie, it's sure right up there with the big lies. Yeah, And so for us really to get that, that to think, oh, well, you know, I'm really kind to other people even though I'm not kind to myself. Mm-hmm. Or I, I, I have a lot of compassion for other people. I treat other people compassionately even though I don't have compassion for myself. No, mm-hmm. no, that's a con. That's mm-hmm. a con. And no matter how much we believe in and how much ego would like us to make cases for that, it's just flat out not true. And that's mm-hmm. what, uh, to me, that's uh, such a powerful piece of what Brian has caught on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and, and it's what you say, right? We can only be as happy as we are, or we can only that's be right. as kind as we that's, are kind to ourselves because our, right. our totality of kindness or compassion, that well, is not accessible if we're not included.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard to believe, well, but true. hmm
0: Here's our next caller, Sherry. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself?
7: Hello, it's Erin in Massachusetts. Oh, well, hello, Erin. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that I, I was thinking a lot about the process here. And honestly, as I was trying to come up with answers to the questions, I realized I had no process outside of Conditioned Mind to do this kind of work. You know, <laughs> it's
1: big to see. like, you know, that's critical like, to see, isn't it? That's kind of. The yeah. Big deal.
7: And. Yep. Yeah. And okay, it kind of I, I, I've been doing a lot of, like, quote, figuring out lately also. So I was like, whoa, I'm doing a lot of trying to figure it out, which is not working. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe never mm-hmm. works, but you think it does. Um, that's but right. uh, so so like some the next step I sort of took with it is, you know, at least in my experience with awareness practice, well, it's a little bit like what I want and don't want here, but, like, there is no company, there is no ink, there are no employees, it just is. Like, it's dark matter. And mm. I mean that as a positive thing. So, mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure where to go with that, but... Uh-huh.
1: That's so, so sort that, of what that, I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's as far as you got with it. And yeah. so... Can you I think what you're saying is that you can see that the process that enabled you to see that is the process you're going for
7: mm. Yes, that's
1: true of figuring it out you're just seeing these things. you just get it. you just realize it.
7: And, and there are a couple of components that come with it, like um, time. Time and patience are really key, and yes. sort of freeing the mind so that things can drop in.
1: That yes. is also
4: really key. Yes. So,
1: in other words, we do need to practice.
7: Mm. Hmm. Right.
1: So if, yes. if you, uh, but yeah, again, if you want to run a marathon, <laughs> you want to run a marathon mm-hmm. all you want, but if you don't get out there and run and train, it's probably never going to happen or you're going to really mm-hmm. hurt yourself in the process, right? And so mm-hmm. what you're saying yeah. is you have to keep showing up. You have to set aside time and place every day so that you can practice so that the intelligence animating you has access to you because the ego wants us to get everything so busy doing figuring out listening to stories about how I can't and it's not working and what I'm doing wrong that there's no there's no ability for intelligence to inform us Mhm
7: Yeah and you know, especially this, I mean, we've done a few things, but since this assignment is very, we, you know, we had a few months of sort of less structured practice with you, I was having, you know, more, I was retreating back into more, you know, ego storms or figuring it out, and I knew it wasn't yeah. right, and then this, this assignment um, sort of just was a little bit of a wake-up call for me, like, I'm not worried, and also, but I will say, I'm not worried about having a right answer for you all, like, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> But, um, well, but at least I got well, to see, uh, like, Aaron, ooh, I'm ruminating. Yeah.
1: I hope, I hope you'll listen to this again, okay, listen to the recording of this, mm-hmm. and you'll see that you do have the, "in quote, right answer. Mm. It just doesn't look like what we think mm. the right answer looks like.
6: So mm-hmm. when
1: you intuitively get something, it, 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 if somebody said, okay, Erin, uh, what did you get? You'd launch off probably on some tale about, well, you know what I saw was blah 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 blah. But in your hard <laughs> heart and hearts if you're looking you'll realize, yeah, and every word I say is taking me farther and farther away from what I what I got.
7: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then yeah. the con- conditioned mind in terms of an assignment like this expects like, well, also so ingrained karmically in me, like we will have a brief and we will have an agreed upon blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's That's so right. far from that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And at the end of your presentation, there will be a spontaneous jumping to feet and a wild <laughs> applause uh, because it'll be so brilliant and clear and yeah, and that doesn't happen. You just, you just realize that. Yeah, well, I get to grin. That's kind of that's kind of mm-hmm. it.
7: Mhm. Yeah. Good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you
1: are so welcome. And Erin, <laughs> one other thing. You know, um, mm. that time the time that we have in between, we stop the daily calls, and then, um, mm. and of course, a lot of that is based on what I've said for years, which is there's nothing that people uh, want less during the holiday season than a bunch of Buddhists, <laughs> right? And so uh, True. so everybody goes off and does what they do, and there's this gap. And what we get to see is here comes ego. But you're seeing ego very differently from the way you saw it before you started to practice, right? Yeah. now, Now it shows up for you in a way that you can see it that is really helpful to you and not very helpful to ego. So this is all a very good part of practicing awareness. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Erin. Sherry, we have time for one more caller, so I'm going to squeeze another caller in. Here we go. Next caller, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself?
4: Hi, Sherry. Hi, Ashwini. This is Bev calling from Louisville. Hey, Bev. Well, um, I have, as as I approach this, um, I know we are encouraged to not listen to the story that you know. We're encouraged to enjoy life, to just show up each day and see what life presents us, and trust that we'll have. You know, life will give us the tools to navigate. Mm -hmm. And that just reminded me so much of when I go on a tour, whether it's been a tour of a factory or a tour of the Grand Canyon or, you know, just you show up, you're excited to be there. You don't really know what to expect. You have a loose idea, but you just – and you put your trust in the tour guide, and then you just take off, and you you don't know what's going to happen. And that that just – that's the picture that came to my mind that I would like for my business to be like that, that I would show up each day and trust that whatever the tour is that day, I'll enjoy it and I'll have the tools for it. And it's been a lot of fun navigating my days thinking, oh, well, what's, you know, what now? And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and enjoying it, you know, I, we, mm-hmm. I'm i just so this story that life should not be enjoyable, that I have to. You know, grit my way through it. So it's been fun to look at it that way.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that image, right, uh, Bev? The, because there's several things about the context of a, of the tour that you're pointing to, which is which is what life is. First of all, there that, that it's an it, it's um it's it's something that you're excited to be part of. You're looking forward to it. There's a an anticipation and a a presence, a curiosity to being informed. You don't have any idea how it's going to go, but you're willing and you show up. And that lovely piece about you'll be, the, the, that it's not a, 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 um, a harsh or a punishing kind of tour uh, guide, right? The guide no. gives you the information you need when you need it. It's a very informative process of exchange of
4: information, right? All right. And so and the we just go you know, out and trust that the guide will give us what we need. And in my experience, the guide is usually very entertaining and pleasant to be around. And uh, and you know sometimes uh-huh. the tour is not. I'm thinking, why did I do this? You know, but you're there, and there's no way off. So you just. It back and go with it. So that's mm-hmm. just been really fun to look at it that way this week.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes it's not, it's not, you, it occurs to you, why am I on this tour? But the fact that you're on it keeps you there, right? It's the wisdom yeah. of no escape, and, and it's clearly informative. You learn something. It doesn't alter your willingness or excitement or trust. It's just simply that the experience is something you would not have signed up for, but you're willing to have anyway.
4: Right. So I, I love that we're being presented these different ways of looking at our practice. So uh, it's been fun. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bev.
0: And, Sherry, that brings us to the end of the show. And uh, we have at least one more day to process this, so folks who did not get on today,
1: um, we'll get you tomorrow. All right. Yeah. It's very fun. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go we happy. Go happy.